0: When looking for a new home, location is so important. And as sports fans, you obviously want to be close to your favorite sports teams. So if you're in the market of buying a new home, you gotta check out Aria Denver Homes. They are located just 10 minutes away from downtown, Coors Field, Pepsi Center, and Bronco Stadium at Mile High.
1: So what makes Aria Denver unique is the home buying process is all about you. You know, we offer free home inspections. We make sure we're in a great location in Denver. Um, as well as we outreach into the community and have a lot of involvement with a lot of different businesses, as
0: well as you know parks and other areas in the location. Like Tyler mentioned, ARIA Denver believes the home buying process is all about you. That's why they offer that free home inspection, customizable finishes, and brand new appliances. But that's not all.
1: So we specifically have a greenhouse on campus at ARIA. Um, that residents are able to sign up for a subscription service and have fresh veggies delivered to to their door each week. And then we also have a great relationship with Regis University. So our partnership with Regis allows residents to have access to the fitness center and gym.
0: Move today where everyone wants to live tomorrow. To learn more, go to www.aria.denverskylofts.com or call them today at 720-372-1022.
1: Sitting in the south stands, drinking the courage from mile high. The best part of the weekend, hugging a perfect stranger as they become friends. this one more time for good measure, Zach. The Broncos, the Broncos are, are back. back, baby. They're back. We're out here. Training camp 2019 getting underway. We've got a late start on the podcast today because, well, my alarm didn't go off.
2: Oh no! no. Uh,
1: woke up 15 minutes before I told you I'd be here, <laughs> and that was problematic. <laughs> so uh, we're a little late start today. That's a that's a rookie move. Should have set two alarms, as my girlfriend would tell me. But <clears throat> but we're here. We're set up. We've got the BSN Denver Tent, the uh, the Breckenridge Brewery Studios, you mm, might say. I love uh, it. As we're out here watching the team warm up, as you can hear in the background, there is music. It's not nearly as bad as last year.
2: No, I can hear you, which is uh, different.
1: Yeah, I was a little bit worried. I was like, oh no, we're going to start the podcast when the music is already going. We're going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. But now it's just like a nice little underlying,
2: uh, you know. A nice little underlying sound underneath the podcast. You know, my favorite thing about this tent, Ryan, is what is this? I don't know, 25 square feet, Uh, maybe 30 square feet. We have an exit sign just in case we get lost. We don't know where to go. And just in case we need the exit sign because this place catches on fire, we have our own fire extinguisher back there. We also have our own internet. I mean, this is maybe the most high-tech tent (laughs) I've ever been in.
1: What is happening in here? You had a lot of time while I was trying to like gather everything together to figure out what's going on in this tent. Um f- first out on the field was it Riv again? It was. River Craycraft, Craycraft followed by Deshaun Hamilton. And then pretty much all the receivers were out here before anyone else. What is it up? Was it with receivers? Why do they feel like they need the extra work?
2: I don't know. Get the hands warmed up?
1: Maybe it's because like their job is the most fun thing to do when you're not practicing. Mm, like, just playing catch. Right. Like, offensive linemen can't really benefit from just playing catch. Right. But receivers can, like, it makes it seem like they're actually doing something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, Zach. Well, the BSN Broncos podcast is presented by Elix and all, and don't take our word on Elix, and I'll take former Broncos quarterback Jake Plummer's word on it. He's a huge fan of the Hemp Bomb, which maybe that would help this this growth on my hand. Oh, jeez! Yep, it's still growing. A, it's, oh, it's, it's even bigger. It's, it's even bigger now. Did you put a put a needle through it? I was too. I, don't know, I was too scared. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Maybe it'll just uh, surface while I'm sleeping, mm. and then I, then that'll take care of it. Um, Use the hemp bomb, elix and all. Five percent of your pro, five percent of your purchase will go to a nonprofit of your choice. All right. So as we sit out here, Zach, I think back to last year, the first day of training camp. What's the most memorable thing to you about
2: the last year, first day of training camp? The first day of camp, probably Case Keenum lighting it up. Okay. All right. For me, it was Philip Lindsay. Oh, of course, of course, of course.
1: Philip Lindsay had the double move on Brandon Marshall. Long touchdown from from uh, Case Keenum, I believe. And
2: that's when we kind of knew. Well, we knew right away. Brandon Marshall said uh, that he has a spot on this team. Von Miller said he's going to have a role on this team. And remember, this wasn't Philip Lindsay, the 1,000-yard rusher. This was Philip Lindsey, the undrafted guy. We're and number two. And the Broncos had drafted two other running backs in front of him.
1: But we knew right then. This guy's going to make an impact. This guy's going to be a player, um, which I kind of already knew. But we saw it happen right in front of our eyes. And I think I said on the podcast, Philip Lindsay's speed translates here. And that's uh, a relief for me as someone who, who is backing him. So that's the first thing I wanted to ask you. And as we move on here in the first segment, I wanted to go through a couple of the roster battles and make official predictions on who is going to win each spot. Uh, And we can go to your article that you wrote early this week about these battles, uh, and let's go through it. So first of all, third receiver, which I think is more fourth receiver, if you ask me, Um, but why don't we just predict who's going to be both. Third and fourth
2: receiver, who you got? Third, easy, 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 Deshaun Hamilton. But... I still, we still have to talk about it because a lot of people don't believe that's the case. Are you with me? Uh, I, uh,
1: if anyone doesn't, I don't know what they, what, what team they're covering. Uh, 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 but I'm sure there is someone out there who's saying it's not, it's not a foregone conclusion. Deshaun Hamilton's just a guy, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I would put the, I put the mortgage on it if I had a mortgage. <laughs> what is it? What is, what is a mortgage? I don't even know. Who knows? <laughs> what about fourth receiver then? <sighs> I think my guy Juwan Winfrey's no, gonna make some yeah, th- serious noise. I thought
2: you'd throw those Homer glasses on.
1: I think my guy Juwan Winfrey's gonna make some serious noise. Tim Patrick, man, he is a really good player. So it, it, it's gonna be, it's gonna have to be serious, serious stuff uh, from Juwan Winfrey. But I just know he had like, like, you know, like how you know D line vids that just post like sick D line videos. There's like a wide receiver one. And they just post like a, every week they post a route from Jawan Winfrey because he's that technically sound. So I think he has a chance to win the favor of Joe Flacco,
2: and that, that'll make a big difference for him. I just, can't, I just can't trust him right now. I have to see him stay healthy for a long period of time. So I'm going to go with Tim Patrick. Uh, River Craycraft sneaks into this role if the Broncos really want an established, shifty slot receiver. But I think it'll be Tim Patrick. The wide receivers here, man, they
1: aren't uh, messing around. It looks like they're already like in practice. This isn't just you know the BS. Let's throw the ball around and have some fun. And speaking of, I guess one more thing on the wide receivers. Uh, does Brendan Langley make the team? No. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, 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 do you disagree? Um, I'm I'm pulling for him. Who's five? Uh, who uh, Who's six? Are they gonna keep six?
2: I don't know. That's where he would slide in. Right river. now, I'm just it's river. I'm just huh. Yeah, wouldn't he be five? No, he'd no. be yeah. River would be five, so no. River would be six. River would be six. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be tough. I don't I don't think he'll make it.
1: He better run really fast straight <laughs> a lot to make this team. All right, moving on here. Third corner. This is a a, a, a battle that features a guy that we both really
2: like. Yes, Devonte. Are we going with Bosby or are we going with Busby? The Boz. The Boz. The (laughs) Boz. That's all you need. This guy, I think he oozes talent. And I I don't think people really realize that or haven't realized that since he's been in the NFL. But it's clear, Ryan, we watched with our own eyes. This guy can play. He can shut down Cortland Sutton if he wants. But the key is if he wants. And we've kind of got that idea from, from Vic Fangio of this guy is a guy who clearly the Broncos love his talent. But... Vic has pushed him almost just as much as he's pushed Von Miller this offseason. So, I got to go with the safe choice with Isaac Yadam. Uh, we, we didn't see him much in the offseason while he recovers from injury. And that's actually a, a, a guy to keep an eye on today. Is he going full speed? If not, then major concern.
1: I guess I'm the upset guy here. Uh, I'm going to take the boss. You know, it's funny. I was talking to a Chiefs fan yesterday, and... They were telling me all these improvements they made to the defense, and one of the things they said is, the Chiefs got the guy who led the AAF in interceptions, and <laughs> they tied, oh. Bosby and this other guy, and I'm just like, that's your, that's your card. Like we're talking about if this guy is gonna make the team or make you know be playing, and the Chiefs fans over here talking
2: about. This guy's gonna come in and save the defense. Ooh, that is not very good, Ryan. He's like what the third or fourth guy we talk about in terms of Broncos additions, just in their secondary this offseason. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was gonna say, fortieth
1: guy we talk exactly. about in terms of of Broncos additions. So yeah, um, but but I really, I just have, I'm trusting my eyes here. My eyes tell me that the Boz is is better than Yadim right now, and so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with him. And he has the familiarity with Vic. Vic, I feel like already has a relationship with him. That's why he's cool, giving him the tough love and the press. Um,
2: I'm going with the boss. Backup inside linebacker Ryan. It, it, it's Josie Jewell, the outlaw, and Todd Davis. Outside of that, there's like six other guys just sitting there.
1: It's going to be Joe Jones, um,
2: and
1: I believe Andre pegged Joe Jones as a guy who could vie for playing time, and I wouldn't be surprised. I, you look at the specs on the guy, and you're just like, how did he go undrafted? Like, if he would have been in this class, you know, he was at the Senior Bowl, we would have watched him and been like, oh, my God, this guy's a great fit for Vic Fangio's defense. And then, of course, the Broncos would have passed up on him entirely. But <laughs> he's here now. So I, I'm i very confident that Joe Jones will um, make the team and and – and make some
2: noise. Yeah, there's no doubt it is Joe Jones. He has something that, that no one else has, and that's speed. He can be the Vic Fangio linebacker. And, Ryan, of course, some loud ovations coming from the fans right now. No surprise to look over, and it's not Von Miller. It's not Joe Flacco. No surprise. Come on, it's a hometown kid. It's number 30. Philip Lindsay, saying hello to the fans. Things have changed, Zach.
1: When that kid walked out here last year, his eyes were as wide as the moon. Uh, He was quiet He was Just maybe trying to not Let anyone Not not get in anyone's way This time he comes out He runs out to the fans He waves like like the superstar that he's become That's
2: awesome I mean, how much could change in one year? It's incredible Including a number change Number 30 instead of number 2 Alright, Ryan Fourth safety Who takes that spot? Who we got as the candidates? DeMonte, Jamal Carter, Jamal Carter. your guy, Sua Cravens, Jamarco oh <laughs> Thomas, Trey Marshall.
1: Did you ever play that game, which is actually super messed up when you were a kid, your team? No. Just like if you saw someone who was kind of weird looking, you would point like point and say, oh, your team, to someone else's. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's really mean. Gosh, that is but so it's a thing. Mean. Like Little kids are mean, you know. <laughs> um, that's what I feel like you just did to me. <laughs> it's not my guy. Uh, it's going to be uh, DeMonte
2: Thomas. Versatility. Yep, Demonte that's Thomas. Th- that's my that's my tiebreaker on everyone. Same with Joe Jones. He's fast. He can cover tight ends. He proved it last year in the preseason. All right, final one here: backup quarterback, where all the drama is. Drew Locke. Drew is Locke. The f- Drew Locke. Drew is it Locke. Because Drew he was one of Locke. the first ones out here today.
1: Good for him, man. <laughs> that's a good look. Yep. Um. You know, remember the scene in Hard Knocks? Oh, you don't watch Hard Knocks. What's wrong with you?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: There was a scene in Hard Knocks last year where um, Hugh Jackson went up to Baker Mayfield and he's like, hey, man, what time did you get here today? <laughs> Baker's like, 7.30. Oh, it's like, what time did Tyrod get here? And he's like, I don't know, maybe like 4.30. He's <laughs> like, yeah, maybe it'd be in your best interest if you got here at the same time <laughs> as Tyrod. Which Baker didn't like. Um, he didn't like a lot of things about Hugh Jackson. But... That's how I feel about this. I'm like, all right. Maybe uh, Vic Fangio goes up to Joe Flacco. He's like, what time did you get on the field today? <laughs> Joe's like, uh, 9 o'clock.
2: He's like, what time did Drew get out there? Uh, 830. Oh, Maybe it'd be
1: in your best interest to get out there when oh, Drew does.
2: <laughs> that would be, that'd be the reversal. Man, that'd be something else. All right, what's next? Anything else on this roster? going to go with starting positions. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, there's two of them up for grabs in my opinion tight end Who is okay. the weak They're going to one start They're
1: going to call Jeff Hyerman the starting tight end it's a lie Don't buy into the lies Noah Fant is your starting tight end I don't care what he does I don't
2: care if he doesn't catch a pass and
1: train <laughs> camp
2: <laughs> He's your starting tight end Well you were right at first it's going to be Jeff hireman's a starter Noah Fant is going to be the guy though That that that's how we'll refer to him He's the guy Who I mean who gets more catches no Fant. Fant. Who gets more touchdowns? No Fant.
1: Who gets more targets? No Fant. Who gets Jeff more Ironman. playing
2: time? No offense.
1: Um, maybe like he's not out there early on on running downs, but all I know is at the end of the year you're gonna look and and, and if you were drafting one of these guys for fantasy, you'd want to take Noah Fant, and that's all I really care about. Is yeah. Fantasy
2: sports, <laughs> fake numbers. You know, you know me. Let's talk about numbers now. Running back. Who is the Broncos starting running back?
1: Come on, come on! Which who got an ovation when they came out here? The hometown backups kid. don't get ovations. <laughs>
2: He's a starter. He will. He will be the starter. But there's gonna be the, the Broncos. I think are gonna are gonna give um, Royce Freeman not necessarily chances to win the job, but it's gonna be evenly split. Those guys on the field.
1: Can you tell me who the two other uh, guys snapping the ball other than Connor McGovern are? I cannot. (laughs) Uh, 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 That's day one of training camp for you (laughs) folks. We haven't even looked at our rosters yet. Let me see here. Uh, We've got Jake Brendel. Okay, Jake. Should have known that. Yep. Uh, I've never heard that name in my life. And what's the other number out there? 71. 71. 71, Austin Schlottman. Ah, uh, the Schlotts. schlotskys <laughs> Old Schlott man. Um It's kind of weird not having more stuff. Yeah. More things. More, I don't know. What, what are we supposed to watch? What last, are we watching?
2: Last year, almost a third of the roster was up for grabs in terms of starting positions. Now? There's two, and you even laughed at one of them. There's really one, and we even know what's going to happen there. It's going to be Jeff Fireman's a the starter. Then you're going to get uh, it with, with Noah Fant really being the guy. So, team set.
1: This Let's gonna... just skip forward and start week one. We went through the entire uh, training camp last year with never having a pod roll into practice. I don't think we're going to be able to pull that off today. It's on me, though. It's on me. My bad. Um, Before we move on here, i got to let you know that the BSN Broncos studio that we're sitting in here right now is brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery supplied us with this giant cooler of ice-cold beers (laughs) that we're just going to be sipping on on this 99-degree now. Um, They would have done that for us if we wanted. By the way, I have a surprise for you. Oh, Got a little bit of Breckenridge Brewery gear in the car for you. Oh. Didn't want you to be left out. Hey, Didn't
2: thank want you, you. Did not
1: want you to be left out. Uh, make sure you guys get in on some Breckenridge beers. They're amazing. And every time you sip on a Breckenridge beer, it's like you are patting Zach and I on the back and just saying, <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for doing the podcast. Um, speaking of patting us on the back, supporting us, Subscribe. We've got a sick deal going on right now, and I know some of you got in on this last night, so shout out to everyone who subscribed last night. Use the promo code Broncos Camp. What you're going to get, $10 off your subscription. Okay, cool. Great deal. Is that the end, Zach? No. No, you're also going to get a free t-shirt. Any of our t-shirts. And these aren't like rinky-dink t-shirts with like a (laughs) sponsor on them looking like, you know, something you got for free. No, these are premium... Uh, independently drawn Sick t-shirt So there you go $27 value right there Oh okay well that just paid for your entire Subscription cost for the year and now you have the sickest Bronco shirt on the block um, You're also Going to have your comments read on this podcast and an, a, a, uh, an exclusive right To uh, the good Folks that subscribe to BSN Denver uh, And you're going to get all of your Stories read to you By Zach and I it's like Having a parent that loves you. <laughs> I can't really. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but bedtime stories, maybe you want to wake up to our voices. Uh, and if you've already finished the podcast, you can only do that when you subscribe to BSN Denver and get in on this sick deal we're running right now. So use the promo code Broncos Camp and get in on that sick deal. All right, as we move along here, got to get to the questions of the week presented by Sports Column. Make sure you head down there on Fridays and um indulge on adult beverages because it's very cheap and you can have a great time it's the best way to do it it's i mean it's it might be cheaper than buying it yourself
2: yeah oh yeah has practice begun out they are stretching they're rolling on their backs
1: oh well i don't think
2: we care about that no uh
1: if anyone out there sees anything interesting they can come tell us on the podcast. Question of the Week presented by Sports Column.
2: Zach, what was the question? What are you most excited about for training camp? First answer coming in from Michael. He says, I'm excited to see if last year's rookies show improvement. Oh, boy. That, that's they, a huge one. They have to. I don't know if I'm excited. To, like. <laughs> that is a
1: non-negotiable It's thing. nerve-wracking to it, see
2: if they if they show improvement. Right. If
1: they don't do it, we might as well just pack up and go home.
2: <laughs> Tommy Nightmare. speaking of nightmares, comes in yeah. and says, to finally see some coaching again.
1: Um, that's a little rough. Did you not see? I mean, uh, I'm not gonna. call How about
2: excited to see Mike Munchek?
1: How about excited to see Vic Fangio, and if he's wearing sweats?
2: <laughs> he is. He's wearing. Oh my he's, god. Uh, he's wearing shorts, but he's wearing a crew neck sweatshirt. That is. That should be illegal. It should be. It should be. Psycho. Austin West says Iowa versus Iowa. Josie the Outlaw Jewel going against Noah Fant, freak of nature. Fant. Iron sharpens iron. My money's on the outlaw, for the record.
1: That's your guy? You want to see? I'm just telling you, Austin, you do not want to see Noah Fant go up against Josie Jewell. You do not want to see that. (laughs) Um, Because your boy, I know your boy is the outlaw, and
2: he stands literally no chance. Yeah, Joe Jones stands a better chance in coverage against him. Eamon Badwin says seeing the rookies and how they fit in seeing how the defense looks with Fangio at the helm and the new toys, how the new offensive line will gel together. Flacco for sure, but Drew Locke, he's going to wow us. Drew Locke's going to wow us, huh? I guess it's a question. Is Drew Locke going to wow us?
1: Uh, In ways, yes. In ways, I think Drew Locke is going to wow us. Uh, You just have to be prepared for the inconsistency. Joe Flacco is going to... Actually, if it wasn't for last year, Joe Flacco would wow us more than anything. <laughs> um, but now everything Joe Flacco does has to be taken with a grain of salt. Um, Drew, Drew Locke, and, and so maybe you have to grade on that curve. Jo- Joe Flacco being like incredible, that's like the middle of the bell curve. Right. Drew Locke is going to be inconsistent, and, and that is going to be lo- lower on the curve. Right. Uh, and you're going to have to ding him even more. For that inconsistency. So he's going to make some throws that make us say,
2: oh, my God. But he's also going to do some things that make us say, oh, my God. <laughs> Fortress of Comic Tude podcast chimes in and says, to find out if Joe Flacco is the real deal. And kind of like you just mentioned, Ryan, I don't know if we're going to be able to find that, fi- find that out during training camp.
1: If you're here in training camp thinking, like, show me something, Joe Flacco, you're going you're gonna to be blown away. By the end of this, so you're going to think Joe Flacco is going to win MVP.
2: As you think. You have already crowned him Yeah, MVP. I already I already said he's w- not only winning this year, but next year as well. Micah Pexa says, watching cats eat Zach's meat. Wow. There we go, Micah. Keeping it rolling. <laughs> so, that's
1: weird. Um, Zach Hucks chimes in and says, I'm most excited to see how the offense will operate and whether the young stars will be taking that next step. Mm. Need it. I want to hear Lindsey's full go and looking great, and that Sutton's route running seems sharper, and he's just as dominant with the jump ball. I know he'll do the last thing. He's going to be dominant with the jump ball. Um, that sharpness, if you—if he looks sharp running routes,
2: that's going to be really important. It will, and Seth chimes in and says, simply having football back, which means hockey is right around the corner too, follows by far the best time in Colorado sports. Uh, Lance Ab- Abeta? Yep says,
1: Drew Locke's footwork. Mm. That, if, you're in, if you're out here watching Drew Locke's footwork, you're
2: an advanced training <laughs> camp attendee. Texas Bronco says, see Emmanuel Sanders' timeline. And I expect that timeline to be better than everyone is thinking. So that's good news. Anna chimes in and says, every camp I'm all about the rookies. Well, they'll all be out there now. They will. If you just looked out here, Zach,
1: at how attentive everyone is being, you would think that something is going on.
2: They're still just stretching. Just stretching. <laughs> just stretching. That's day one of training camp for Did we you. get everyone there? And finally, Ryan Klayman chimes in and says, to see what the identity of this team is, run first offense, pass heavy offense, will the defense return to greatness? Is the team going to be closer to the 2013 Broncos or the 2015 Broncos? Boy, either of those you'll take this year. 2013, 2012, <laughs> 2014, 2015. If, if Peyton Manning was here,
1: you'll take that year. Yes. All right, before we move along here, I want to tell you guys about Strava Craft Coffee. It's game-changing coffee just the way that, that Noah Fant is a game-changing tight end, potentially. Mm. Uh, it's CBD-enriched, and because of that, it's really changed lives. The reviews are incredible, so make sure you check them out. What you'll see is that this CBD-infused coffee has taken away long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS. It's helped decrease anxiety. Whatever it is, you name it. CBD is an all-natural and non-psychoactive ingredient the coffee is rich and tasty. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use the code BSN2019 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. And, Zach, the reason why I haven't been uh, completely on top of my game here is I still haven't even finished my coffee this wow, morning. Wow,
2: you got to start pounding.
1: I'm trying. I'm trying. You're just, you need to talk more so I can just chug <laughs> while you're talking. All right, last segment here. Since we didn't have too, too many questions,
2: Let's hop into the questions uh, from the listeners. And first one coming in from True Champ Fan24. He says, You guys are killing me. I legit pulled over to write this. Duncan and Robinson, Moses Malone, and Barkley. Come on, man. What are we, 80? As a jazz fan, Malone and Eaton. Two times defensive player of the said year.
1: Jordan and Pippin. No,
2: <laughs> oh, that would have been a, a That's, good one. If you're going to get mad at us, get mad at us about that one. <laughs> he says, anyways, I guess I'm never going to Greece. I'm actually extremely allergic to cats. Me too. I had to go to the hospital last Whoa, time I had an allergic, allergic reaction to a cat. Glad you made it back safe, Zach. Love y'all. What about a cat? What could you be so allergic to in a cat that would make you go to the hospital? <laughs> that is crazy. Was a cat inside your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Just like you're meeting cats' mouths. <laughs> people out here
1: we're like surrounded by colleagues probably think we're (laughs) the weirdest people ever all right next one's from willie thomas he says hey guys is it possible to take advantage of the camp sale if i'm already a subscriber want to renew my membership and get a dope bronco shirt um email help at bsndenver.com and ask i'm afraid it might just be for new subscribers but i don't want to i don't want to kill your dreams i'll let someone else do it (laughs) This is also how do you see Kareem Jackson being used? A cornerback trio of CHJ, Bryce, and Jackson would be killer, but I feel like I've seen Jackson used more as a safety. Personally, I think an elite safety is the third most valuable defensive position behind a pass rusher and a lockdown cornerback.
2: So I don't really have a problem if Jackson turns out to be an impact player at safety. Kareem Jackson is going to be a safety and then kind of just a weapon all over the field. He can play outside. He can play in the slot. uh, He can play linebacker. He's going to be Vic Fangio's weapon on the offense. We're going to see Bryce Callahan play. Yes, defense. Bryce Callahan and Chris Harris play on the outside, play on the inside, but the guy that's really going to be moved around all over this defense is Kareem Jackson.
1: Okay, next one comes in from Bronco Matt. He says, well, guys, I lost my job. HR could not understand (laughs) (laughs) why I kept bringing up BSN Broncos as a reason for my holdout. Just kidding, of course. I do agree with that we at points in time have a little more pull than we might give ourselves credit for. Ryan, you were correct on that. I'm a salesman, and I actually brought in around $2.3 million in sales Ooh. last year, which pales in comparison to Locke's contract. <laughs> However, the company treats me very well, so no complaints. I'm still pretty sure I'd lose my job, though, if I had no-showed over wanting more money. I mean... My guy, you were talking about $5 an hour. <laughs> if he made them $2.3 million, I think they can throw in the five I've, extra dollars. I would certainly think so. <laughs> he said, uh, one thing I wanted to add about Vic's press conference, that just gave me a major man crush on Vic, he says, was the way he spoke about the fans and how important open practices are to the game of football, saying a small moment from a player to a fan such as an autograph could make a fan for life, that many organizations are missing out who do not share the game with the fans, Feels good to have a head coach who keeps the fans in
2: mind. If you don't already love Vic Fangio, you're just going to fall in love with him more and more. The way he handles a victory, I think people are going to love. The way he handles losses, uh, it you know, touch wood, if there's a losing streak, he's going to handle it so well. I think fans are just going to fall in love with him.
1: He says every, th- uh, like that was his best quote ever. Probably yesterday.
2: It was great. It was so thoughtful it, it, and off the cuff too. He didn't plan that. Right. Exactly. Next one coming in from Sausage Sanga Harry he says, "Hey guys, is there any rivalry, friendly or otherwise, between the BSN Denver Broncos podcast team and the other third-party Broncos podcasters?" I even insatiable appetite for Broncos news and sadly when I finish your pod, I do feel guilty for this. I sometimes listen to a competitors who state they are the leading Denver Broncos podcast platform in NFL draft analysis. Is this true? You let these punks smack talk you like that. Do you think do you do you throw stink eye at them at press conferences and such? Or do you just get along with everyone? United for the love for all things Broncos. I mean, I don't want to throw shade
1: here, but we wouldn't even be able to throw them a stink eye at press conferences because we are the only people yep. with the daily Broncos podcast that are at press conferences. That are here daily, exactly. Again, not throwing shade, just <laughs> stating facts. It's a fact. Other facts, this is the most downloaded podcast in the history of Denver Broncos podcasts not throwing shade Yep. just stating facts no we love all we honestly we've been on all the other Broncos podcasts for the most part we love those guys but just make sure the facts are (laughs) I hope if they're listening I hope they know I'm kidding
2: and final one coming in from I'm
1: not kidding about the facts
2: (laughs) final one coming in from Dan Burke he says hey guys just a few thoughts I had one with Aaron Burbage retiring does that open up a path for someone else to make it onto the roster that was probably on the bubble before maybe Brendan Langley Also, with a spare spot on the team, what position do you all think they should look to add? Someone on the 90-man roster? Well, I'll tell you what, the Broncos already made that move and signed a wide receiver, so just filled uh, his spot and signed Steven Dunbar, who is 6'3", 202 pounds, out of Houston, was an undrafted rookie last year, and you know what? He spent time with Rich Scangarello.
1: You just did him dirty. You want to know why? Why? Because his name is Stephen Dunbar Jr. (laughs) And because he has the junior on that, he has a a way higher chance of success.
2: Mm -hmm. If
1: you have the junior, the third, whatever that, you have
2: a better chance of having success in sports. Especially as an undrafted guy, a.k.a. Chris Harris. Yeah, exactly.
1: See, Chris Harris Jr., if he was just Chris Harris, we would have never even known his name. (laughs) Um, Aaron Burbridge was never going to make the team, so it doesn't really open the the door for anyone. Exactly. I call him Aaron Burnbridge <laughs> because he'll never come back here
2: after he just did the team dirty wow. the day before training wow. camp. Impressive, impressive. He says, too, something I've always worried or wondered was what the implications would be if Elway allowed seven to be unretired for one of his drafted quarterbacks. Say that he allowed Locke to wear number seven. Would that be too much pressure, or would it be the ultimate motivation?
1: You wouldn't want to do it for a drafted player. The move would be if you're trying to recruit... Trying to think of another really good quarterback who wears number seven right now. So it'd be
2: LeBron James recruiting kind of recruiting Anthony Davis and saying twenty three. You get twenty three.
1: Who is there anyone in the league that wears seven right now that's really good? Ben Roethlisberger? <laughs> yeah, so if you're trying to recruit Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger as a free agent and you say like you can wear seven if you come here, that's the only way. Do not put that on a on a rookie. No. That's evil.
2: It, you do it for Peyton Manning if he if he wore seven instead of eighteen. Could you imagine if Peyton's like, I'll come if I could watch that? Like the power move that would have (laughs) been? That'd be huge. Three, he skips for Mr. B. Four, PFF has the Broncos rated as the eighth best pass rushing unit in football. Here's the teams that are ahead of them from seven to one. The Saints, Texans, Chargers, Browns, Jaguars, and Eagles. You're giving me a stink eye. Come on now.
1: (laughs) Uh, All of those teams are, are decent in those areas, if not good. But no way. Who is it? Name someone that rushes the passer on the Eagles other than Fletcher Cox. No,
2: that's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all I got. The, that's the end of my. Run. How about the, same the Jaguars?
1: Stuff. They've got the Yannick and
2: Gooke. Not Clay Campbell. Well, do they still have Clay Campbell? I think they yeah, probably do yeah. still have Clay. Okay. Um, Browns, obviously Miles, Miles Garrett. Garrett. Chargers, we know what they have. Texans. I, all of these teams are the, good. I just, just, think, just I don't think d- they're as good. They're discounting Bradley Chubb and what he can do in year two. TPOI. He he could be. He finishes up and says, I can stomach the Chargers being hired because they have two great edge rushers and a potential stud on the interior and Tillery, but I'm not seeing how any of the other teams can match the pass rushing abilities of Chubb, Vaughn, and the rest of the defensive line this year. Yeah, I don't don't disagree with you. The Broncos should absolutely be higher than that. Uh, You know, you understand with the Browns, they have a number one overall pick. Uh, The Texans, J.J. Watt. But the Broncos should be higher up in there. They're they're clearly giving no love to anyone on the inside for the Broncos either.
1: Just a quick little practice update here. The quarterbacks are throwing to sort of stationary receivers. If you were
2: the coach, Zach, would you have this uh, drill? No. <laughs> how how often are they thrown to stationary targets? Right. I mean,
1: they're kind of like on the sidelines.
2: So they got. I just.
1: I feel like so many of these drills are just. Wastes yeah. of time. It's,
2: it's to do a two-hour and 45-minute practice. No, let's just do the important stuff. Make it an hour and 38 minutes. Let's make it a summer class. <laughs> exactly. Go right to the cut to the chase. There's no
1: good morning class, how are you, yep. some some housekeeping notes. No, cut to the chase. Kind of like we did on this podcast today, a little bit on the short side uh, for it our action-packed, though. So if you, if you just
2: listen to it slower, because we talk kind of fast. And If
1: you want to hear us for a little bit longer, i got to tell you about Weinster anyway. Uh, If you're like me and you're trying to figure out how to become a mature, refined adult, or if you just really like wine, you have to check out our friends over at Weinster. Weinster is an innovative, online, direct-to-consumer wine club connecting wine drinkers with more than 110 of the best wineries in America today. What makes Weinster special is that the majority of wineries they work with are too small to attract the attention of retailers, meaning not only are you getting to access some delicious and hard-to-find wines, you're also supporting real people making real wine, not one of the few large corporations making most of the wines in stores. Check out Winester today. Sign up with the code BSN25 and get $25 off your first shipment of wine. Start being a real grown-up. That's Winester, W-I-N-E-S-T-Y-R. And Zach, practice is actually going to start. No more throwing to stationary receivers. Ryan,
2: I got two things for you. Happy freaking training camp. And happy birthday to my wonderful
1: girlfriend. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> Shout out to you. And to girlfriend.
2: everyone else, happy training camp.
1: Happy training camp everyone. When well, next time we talk to you, we'll have some true on the field football observations to talk about. We're excited about that. We're excited for you to subscribe using the code Broncos Camp and we'll see you soon.
0: Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market.
1: We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers.
0: That was Jim, he's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them.
1: Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have referred people to Piper and Piper to them.
0: From residential, commercial and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs.